something weird. I'm your co-host Anna and this is Brooke. Hey everybody. Here you'll find semi-regular dialogue on all things paranormal or even just a little bit weird. We're lifelong friends who've had an affinity for the strain since we met and now we're here to explore these phenomena with you. Each week one of us will dig into a paranormal tale as we ponder the question do we want to believe. We heard from Healy last week About yeah, you don't an remember acorn, <laughs> an acorn UFO, bitch. The Kecksburg crash. There you go. I felt like I was back in school for a second. I was like, oh god, oh god, oh god, don't fuck this up. <laughs> you took notes, right? <laughs> nope. Well, it was a great exploration into what happens when one of those UFOs we're always looking at crashes. This week, we're going to do a little history lesson-ish, which is usually Mill's thing. Nice. Enjoy this. I like it. I kind of switched it up last week, too. Yeah. The world of paranormal is so wide. Uh, Why silo yourself to one arena? Mm Mm-hmm. Don't pigeonhole yourself. Yep. (laughs) Don't chupa cobra hole yourself. Words to live by right there. <laughs> or something. Get that on a bumper sticker. Yep. All okay. right. So, <laughs> Nazis are not good. Um, question or statement? Statement. <laughs> yes. Statement. Okay. Come on. <laughs> uh, the fact that he would even ask if it's a question is, bothers me and worries me deeply well i'm like i know you don't love your history lessons but like we don't need to confirm that (laughs) i'm just kidding i'm giving you shit nazis bad nazis are not good yes and unfortunately we've been hearing a lot more of them as of late not Mm. gonna get too political here but it used to be a heavily in the past thing But neo-Nazis are cropping up, really showing their true colors at a lot of rallies and such, Mm -hmm. and they're into some weird-ass things. But they were also into weird-ass things way back when. Weird could be a very lenient term for a lot of it. Yeah, are we talking, like, weird or, like... So there's also, like, horrifying, horrifying, yeah, evil, craven, disgusting things. But then there's also just some, some weird um, okay. to ultimately support all of that other insanity. So today we will explore the fairly recent explorations of a Nazi group in Russia that turn up a slew of strange things, uh, including a briefcase, Nazi plans, and what could potentially be demonic alien skulls. What? It's a lot to take in there, but here we go. Okay. Mostly intrigued by the briefcase. Not gonna yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Very exciting. So we begin in 2014 
not long ago, Mm -hmm. uh, with a team of explorers headed by Russian scientist Vladimir Melikov. And we are in the Adagia region in Caucasus of Russia. I'm probably just butchering all of those things. Okay. Adigia? Adigia? Well, it's not Aegean. No. I have no idea. As they ventured to Mount Bolshoi near Kamenomotsky, they came across a cave where they discovered two skulls. And not just any skulls, they say they'd never seen any skull like it ever before. Unlike any (laughs) animal, and it was clearly not human. At first, they thought they'd found fossilized remains of an extinct creature, maybe some Neanderthal, who knows. But after taking a closer look, our friend Melikov decided otherwise, and he said, They're unlike anything known to man. Note the round hole at the bottom of the head. It is the base of the spine. The position indicates that this creature moved on two legs. Another strange thing is the absence of cranial vault and jaws. A mouth, several holes distributed in a circle. The eye sockets are unusually large, and the two separate growths shaped horns. However, the facial bones are flat, as in hominids. Even when compared with the skull of a bear, it is hard to think that you do not have in your hands the remains of an alien creature. Ooh. Melikovs believe the skulls came from some sort of bipedal humanoid, one that's currently unknown to man or science, and at this point, no one's proven otherwise. This couldn't be just some, like, crazy lucky find of, I don't know, prehistoric people? We'll but there's there. horns. Okay. Yeah. Also I, I, Yeah, there's horns. Let's move on to another facet of this story. Not long after, Russian publication Komsomoloskaya Pravda wrote about another strange discovery. In some nearby woods, a large brown briefcase was discovered by a local. Briefcase. Briefcase. Some actually report that it was a hermit who found the briefcase, which I love. (laughs) How long does it take one to um, become a bona fide hermit? I know. I was just thinking, I was like, how do you, how do you like quantify that? What is, (laughs) what is a hermit really? (laughs) And should you be offended when you're called one? (laughs) I kind of want to be a hermit. It sounds like a great life. I mean, good for him. Obviously, he's out and about enough to find this briefcase, though, so... Yeah, just because he's probably in some remote woods doesn't mean he... Yeah, he probably just is antisocial. Yeah, he's like the Russian bush people or whatever. He's the Russian Boo Radley. Yeah. Okay. I like him. I like this hermit. We've just created this whole (laughs) side story. That's all that he's, that's it for him. So I'm glad. I know. And it's not even developed his character. (laughs) I all like imagine his outfit. He's got like a jolly little cap and. Yeah. Just a killer beard. He's great. All right, well, back to the briefcase. Mm -hmm. So it was really old, but it was in good condition with a leather handle. And inside the briefcase was a picture of a soldier in a mountain cap and Nazi uniform wearing a ring bearing the insignia of the Nazi mountain troop, Edelweiss. Oh. There were also several large German full-color maps of the Adihia region dating back to 1941, 
on the front of the briefcase was the Ninerbi symbol. What is that? Lost me there, too. What exactly is Ninerbi? I was actually really surprised when I started looking more into this because it's a really big side of kind of the Nazi mindset and belief, their whole thing. So I'll tell you a little Uh bit more about it. Ananerbi, probably ruining the pronunciation of that. It's A-H-N-E-N-E-R-B-E. So phonetically. Sure. It means inherited from the forefathers, and it's a Nazi organization. Oh, okay. But this isn't just your textbook Nazi organization. You are aware that Hitler and many of his leaders had a special interest in the occult and paranormal. Mm -hmm. Because you've actually mentioned that in a previous episode. There's like a house that they Mm -hmm. thought was the gateway to hell. Yeah. Remind me what that was in relation to. It was some base of the like, whatever that, um, fuck, why can't I think of the like Nazi mountain troop. They they took over some castle fort, some shit thing, uh, and that was their base there. And then, like, after the fact, when people went through it, and, like, a bunch of people died and killed themselves in that building, when people yeah. went through it, it was thought to have, or to act as some sort of, like, portal to the underground. I don't know. I just, it had come up in a long list of, like, holes Oh, like, so this was like that was, from Mel's that was Mel's. Yeah. All right. Um, episode number one. Episode one. Yeah. Oh, that was yeah. like one well, of many holes to the center of the earth. That totally makes sense now. Let's just rewind a little bit. The Nazi party really basically started off as kind of an occult frat, which doesn't sound like it would end well, and it really did not fucking end well. This interest in the occult led the fast expansion of a secret group known as the Ananerbi, um, and it was created by Heinrich Himmler and Hermann Wirth, July 1st, 1935. You probably know those names. Himmler was the leader of the SS, mm-hmm. and these suckers were not a good team. Himmler wanted to replace Christianity with his own religion, among other things, and Wirth was obsessed with finding Atlantis, which by itself... All right. I just, I can't, like, they're just fucking whack jobs. Like, I was just going to say, it's like these fucking whack jobs, like, literally almost took over the world. Like, how is that fucking possible? Like, yeah. He just wants to find Atlantis. Like, but then you think of the times that we're living in, and I have nothing. I, like, of course it happened. Yeah. Of course. Time is a flat <laughs> like, circle. We are just so fucking stupid as humans, but... Anyway, well, this uh, organization claims to have started as an institute dedicated to the research of the archaeological, anthropological, and cultural his- cultural history of Germans. But the reality is that they were looking for evidence to show that Germans and the Aryan race were superior to everyone else. So, right, nice one, guys. But because of the creation of this organization, they were able to fund a large number of trips across the globe from Poland, Africa, Tibet, Iceland, and Greece, and many more, where they searched for historic artifacts and relics that would help prove their ideology. Interesting. How did that go for them? (laughs) You tell me. Yeah. (laughs) They specifically even focused on Tibet, 
believing there was an ancient civilization there that started the origins of the pure Aryan race. Mm. And maybe this lost world still continued in deep down subterranean cities. Oh. Keeps coming up. But come on. You think it's just a bunch of white people down there? I know. <laughs> I mean, these, maybe like... if they're underground, they're super white and they have super light blue eyes because they're blind yeah. from not being in the sunlight. But, you know. Uh, that seems plausible. Doubt they're insanely strong or healthy or uh, attractive, but, yeah. you know. Anyway. So eventually, the Ananurbi branched into 50 branches, focusing on various aspects of the occult and paranormal, from ESP research, UFOs, and long-range weather prediction, which I don't (laughs) know what even that is. Do you know what that is? Long-range weather prediction? Is that like a farmer's almanac? (laughs) Yeah. I think that's like, like... Meet what is that? What are what are those people called? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's just like tracking patterns. Is that not? I don't. I have no idea. Do but I have imagine a complete like, misunderstanding? I want to look. Imagine was, you was, join the Ananurbi, and you know all these other guys are like, yeah, I want to get into the ESP research branch. The other guys like, yeah, I'm gonna go research UFOs. Other ones like, yeah, I'm I'm really interested in finding these subterranean cities full of a lost race. And then they're like, what are you here for? Um, Long-range weather prediction? I'm in charge of putting together the Nazi almanac. It's going to be a great read. And that's exactly what it is. I just Googled it to make sure. It's literally just, it's forecasting. Oh, my God. (laughs) I'm not going to name any meteorologist because it's so insulting to put them in the group with these Nazis, but... Mm -hmm. It's like, don't bring up Steve Poole right now. Yeah, I almost Don't did. fucking say it. Don't fucking say it. It's so problematic did. on so many levels. No, Anna. Couldn't, I couldn't, like, gather my thoughts after that, so. <sighs> so after they've really grown this, they really ramped up their explorations and started looking for the Holy Grail, um, the Spear of Destiny, and, of course, Atlantis. They'd also search for portals to other worlds, specifically one called Thule, T-H-U-L-E, Thule. Thule? Which one do you like more? Well, I think Thule is cuter, but... Or maybe it's just Tool? Tool? (laughs) You tools. Uh, Well, Tool was spurred on by another organization called the Tool Society, another place the Aryan race could have sprung from. So, Mm -hmm. real cool. In Tool, they'd find superhumans with powers like telepathy, flight, and telekinesis, gifts that had been lost over time from mixing with, quote, lesser races. Ah, of course. They also hoped to contact alien forces so they might obtain advanced technology to win the war. Come on, guys. I just... Like, just get a grip. Jesus Christ. Okay. So during this time, there was also the project between the Nazi regime and Soviets of the Lake Ritza Tunnels in 1936. This project began in an effort to show the friendship between the regimes and would eventually connect the Black Sea coast to Lake Ritza within the Caucasus region and what is now modern-day Georgia. Okay. 
Creating these tunnels would allow them to draw water from the then newly established Ritson Nature Reserve. This wasn't, though, some tree-hugging, nature-loving endeavor. The reality was the Nazis wanted the water because they believed it had a, quote, special composition, which was ideal to create, quote, synthetic blood plasma. What the fuck? The water was dubbed, quote, living water by those working within the project and was treated with reverence, placed in silver containers and moved by submarine, boat, and plane to Germany. They believed that along with this substitute blood, an oxidation production of adrenaline give Nazis the ability to produce blood plasma on an industrial scale. Uh, okay, I'm I'm speechless. This is fucking wild. <laughs> so much. Okay. And while this all sounds just utterly insane, we know by now the truth is stranger than fiction. And... There are reports showing that the Nazis may just have had help with all of their research. From Ties who? To Operation Paperclip. <laughs> I'm like getting all hyped up on what this operation's gonna be called. You're like Operation Doomsday, like yeah. Operation Evil, or no, Paperclip. Paperclip. Okay. Well, History.com gives a fairly honest seeming overview of basically this collection of individuals from the Third Reich. History.com says, 1,600 of these German scientists, along with their families, were brought to the United States to work on America's behalf during the Cold War. The program was run by the newly formed Joint Intelligence Objectives Agency, JIOA, whose goal was to harness German intellectual resources to help develop America's arsenal of rockets and other biological and chemical weapons, and to ensure such coveted information did not fall into the hands of the Soviet Union. Although he officially sanctioned the operation, Truman forbade the agency from recruiting any Nazi members or active Nazi supporters. Nevertheless, Officials within the JIOA and Office of Strategic Services, the forerunner to the CIA, bypassed this directive by eliminating or whitewashing incriminating evidence of possible war crimes from the scientist records, believing their intelligence to be crucial to the country's post-war efforts. Okay. There were reports, I think it was in Harper's, back in, I think it was 1946. I should have written this quote down. But basically, they were saying... America's helping with these endeavors. So the Lake Ritza so, project. Hold on. Let me... I'm confused. So Operation Paperclip was an American operation? Yes. Okay. So that is saying that the JIOA is trying to gather intelligence to work on American weapons and technology, but at the same time are supporting Nazi programs? Where's the connection there? I'm confused. I think America knew what the Nazis were doing as they were doing it. So prior to war against them or before even bringing them over, we may have assisted in some of these little endeavors because we hoped that their genius would ultimately help us. Okay, to gather their intelligence. But in there, didn't it say that Truman never signed off on actually working with Nazis or Nazi sympathizers? Or was that just like a non-official thing? You forbid it, but the JIOA and their partners basically found loopholes and ignored war crimes. 
that basically outlines some of the even more insane aspects of the history of what they were into and how far reaching it was. But what does all of that have to do with skulls found in a cave in 2004? And I mean, ultimately this old ass briefcase, it had the artifacts in it, but why are those two things connected at all? Right. It depends on who you ask, of course. Melikov, our researcher from 2004, along mm-hmm. with several other Russian paranormal researchers, believe it's all connected to the Ananurbi and that they must have been on a mission in the area in connection with aliens. Hmm. Maybe they were trying to connect with aliens to further their agenda or access an alternate reality. But how did all of this evidence crop up for Melikov? He's pretty quiet about that, and he's actually been pretty evasive about the topic, but he ultimately says that he doesn't know, and he doesn't know where the skulls came from and really what they are. Where are the skulls now? With him, I believe. Well, that's... Yeah. So other researchers even claim that the skulls have demonic origins. It's kind of all over the place. And, like, from what, what evidence, other than, like some protrusions or like horn looking things like what makes you say yeah this has got to be a demon yeah it it just seems like we're making really intense leaps here that i don't it's intriguing but yeah they don't really have me on at least so far so melikov actually sent photographs of the skulls to paleontologists in moscow but basically they just said, like, this is probably a sheep skull or yeah. some animal that's been impacted over time from sand and just misshapen. They're also only looking at photographs because he won't give up the actual skulls. Okay. So yeah, I don't know about this guy. More skeptics of the skulls point out that the skulls look manufactured, potentially from the pelvic bones of animals, while others say they're the skulls of other animals that, again, have been misshapen over time due to the elements. In the end, the skulls haven't gone through any type of scientific analysis, which leads me to call bullshit. Yeah. So, Without a doubt. As a final note in this exploration, we'll look into the words of Laura Eisenhower, President Dwight Eisenhower's great-granddaughter. Oh, Nice. She said that things continue to happen in the background of, quote, a world that most of us don't realize exists. She claims the Second World War didn't end, but was, quote, still being fought behind the scenes. It's like the whole other reality is going on that we don't know about. These timelines and deeper history connected to secret societies, connected to these deeper ET agendas that have been around for thousands of years. Hmm. And I've only just begun to delve into Eisenhower's past because of this. It's apparently riddled with alien phenomena while he was in office, but we're just going to have to save that for another day. My only thought is that, you know, if they were thinking... So Melikov and his team believe that maybe they were searching for a portal to an alternate reality. Mm-hmm. Then you start thinking about Philip K. Dick and his viewpoints and mm-hmm. the man in the high castle and how that directly ties into all of this. That's what I was just thinking. Yeah. Just a a little food for thought. Interesting. You know, honestly, I like everything. The sheep skulls or whatever the fuck they were, like do nothing for me. But everything outside of that is much more like intriguing and 
it probably has truth to it and is worth knowing more or wanting to know more. But yeah, the the sheep school guy, I feel like he's just kind of fucking this up for people. (laughs) It just seems like a really, like a huge stretch. Yeah, exactly. It's like like you knew this history lesson and now you're trying to think of anything you can possibly tie to history and make it relevant. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but looking beyond him and those (laughs) claims, like... I would love to know more about what what they were really trying to do and if there's any evidence of, like, success in any of those areas. I mean, I don't... I doubt there is. I don't want them to have had any sort of success in any of these endeavors because I would hate oh, yeah. for that, like, knowledge or, um, I don't know, discovery to have gone to the fucking Nazis. But, yeah, I don't doubt that... They were looking into some weird shit. And they clearly had the funding and backing and support from their Mm -hmm. own country. That's for sure. You can do anything when you've got money and support, as you can Mm -hmm. see. Yeah, unfortunately. Wild, though. Wow. That just opened a whole new door for me of things to look into. Yeah, it's insane. I think we're pretty much both on the same page. No, we don't believe neither of the skulls found in the cave had anything to do with all Mm -hmm. of that. That being said, I mean, the briefcase, I don't even know. The hermit is a star. And, uh... Well, I mean, the briefcase makes more sense. Just, like, contextually, it, it makes sense that there would be belongings of these people if they're like in that area and trying to do all of this crazy shit like okay i'll yeah. give you a briefcase uh, a briefcase no demon seems skulls, like <laughs> fairly reasonable it's kind of yeah. funny that those things were tied together and probably just because mm-hmm. it they needed to be for context yeah um i think more than anything it's just really interesting to hear how much was going on in that realm of things i guess it's so crazy how much we don't know and oh. like i really like that that quote from eisenhower's great granddaughter okay yeah i just think that's such a valuable perspective yeah there's it, just a million, it's a good reminder um just a million different things that are happening that we're so unaware of and like oh yeah wow that's very cool I wish I could just spend my days looking at this. I fucking love this stuff. And that's honestly why I got into teaching, is I just wanted to, like, share this stuff with people, but then you get into teaching, and it's like, this fucking sucks. I don't know. I think I think there's opportunity for you to do it. Yeah. I think that there is. I, I just really need to, like, I'm going to go after this. I'll bug you about it. Okay. All right. That was a a real jaunt into Nazi history. Not great, but interesting. Very interesting. And definitely piquing my interest. I want to learn more. Good. So thanks. I believe that uh, you can make a difference one day really sharing all of this information with students somewhere, sometime. And then informing the public of wartime animal use. and it's Yes. Did eventually. you see that link I sent you this I week? I did. Yeah, the dolphins. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I appreciate that.
always keeping a lookout. It's really nice. Like, whenever you send me something or say something, I'm like, oh, she remembers. Yeah. I'm always just like, oh, Brooke's life's work. One day, see this dolphin's name in lights. (laughs) All right, people, what do you think? Actually, I'm really curious. Does anyone think that they're demon alien skulls? Because if you do, we've got to have a conversation. (laughs) Or as Brooke says, you're wrong. But let us know. We want to know your thoughts, and we want to know your thoughts on the wild Nazi history and all of their endeavors. Um, We barely just dipped our toes into this, and it'll be interesting to see how, how this kind of continues to come up in the future because that just seems to be the way things are going. Give us your insights. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at at Something Weird Podcast. And if you have any other stories, not Nazi-related, and maybe a little more lighthearted than that, whether they're spooky, paranormal, weird, funny, anything, we always love to hear them. So send them our way. And if you enjoyed any bit or all of our podcasts, please let us know with a big five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. We also particularly love it when you leave a written review because it just makes my heart shine. I don't know about Brooke, but (laughs) makes a big difference to getting the truth out there and also making us not feel like we're doing this for absolutely nothing other than our own enjoyment. Which Which is is worth it. So, yeah, it's just fine. But hey, if you're listening and you've come back for another week, we appreciate it. It's been very fun. We've learned a lot and we continue to learn a lot. Anna, you've inspired me. To learn even more, do some research of my own. So thank you for that. Get in school. Um, and again, thank you all for coming back for another episode. We'll be back next week. So until next time. Stay weirdy. Mm-hmm. Yay.